everybody this is Ashley and welcome back to yet another episode of rabbit ears today I want to give a brief warning to everybody for when we do our rerun review because we're gonna be talking about the lesser-known show called Shin Chan which is pretty much Japan's dirty compared kind of to South Park but way more offensive so if you have any kind of issue with domestic abuse abortion um, what else uh, child nudity. Oh, yeah, child nudity out the ass. Uh, anything like that, if that gets you uh, a little bit irritated and makes you want to write negative things to me that I don't want to read, if I gave you a warning, then don't listen anymore. Not to this episode. You can listen to future ones, but this is not the one for you. So, that being said, I'm going to welcome one of the most offensive people I know, which is my husband, Michael. Thank you for coming back. This is your third show with us. That is a fantastic introduction. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you very much. And on the first two shows being Twin Peaks and Arrested Development, I haven't had an opportunity to say anything inflammatory, so I'm excited to uh, expunge some of that. As long as you just don't do it for the sake of being offensive. Or expel it. Expel it. Expunge is the wrong word. Expel. Yeah, because we're worried about being gra grammatically correct right now. Well, I, I mean, I, I feel like I need to be. You don't want to. You don't want to sound offensive, Anna. No, if I'm going to say something reasonably intelligent, then I have to have, uh, you know, uh, proper grammar. Yeah, I get it. That's cool. Well, I also have another guest with me, and he is a rabbit ears uh, newbie, a rookie, if you will. Is Caleb, but he is far more experienced in the podcasting world than I am. He is one of the hosts of Netflix and Swill. So, welcome, Caleb. How are you? Good, how are you? Uh, Dan, if you're listening, fist yourself. Fist yourself! Fold yourself 12 times. No, I'm good. <laughs> and we out of the gate running with the offensive comments. We started with a fist yourself and... Uh... Uh, then a Rick and Morty reference. Yeah. All yeah, right. I dig it. I dig <laughs> it. And it's funny because you've so far, uh, uh, in season three, you have made the only funny... You've read the, or said the only funny line of season three so far. Yeah, shit. I, I kind of feel like Rick and Morty's pulling an archer a little bit where it's got like two seasons worth of good material and they just run out of shit to talk about. So You yeah. can't blow your wad all at once, man. You got to fucking spread that out. And yeah, trying to redo uh, Tiny Rick with Pickle oh, Rick. Oh, no. Is that what they did? I, I haven't yeah. watched it. I've heard like things that made me... I don't want to ruin it for myself. Like, so Pickle Rick is... A, is, is, is it's... A, it's a little different. It's a little more violent. It's a little more silly, but yeah. it's essentially he turns tiny himself rip. into a pickle so he doesn't have to go to family therapy. But it's a whole lot of where you know, running around screaming, you know, I'm Tiny Rick to I'm Pickle Rick. So you have a lot of that to look nope, forward to. I'm it's not going to do it. I, like I preach, yeah. ignorance is bliss. I'm not going to watch it if it's going to be bad. I'm just going to stick with what I know is good and ignore the rest of it. Just it, yeah, it's it's okay. It's just not good. I'm not going to spend my time on okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna save it for fantasticness yeah. that I uh, that we're gonna cover today with Shin Chan. Yeah, I don't feel like you wait three years for a season for okay. Fuck no. <laughs> that's rude. No, that's when you get the later seasons of Futurama. No, we're not getting into that shit yet. We're going to talk about Futurama on another episode. Actually, we're recording with uh, John on Monday for Futurama, so that's going to be that episode. You can bitch about all that shit then. Oh, I'm going to. Yeah. All right. 
Well, today, we're, we're going to kick it over to Caleb, actually. I do want to talk to you a little bit, um, get some parameters for what you enjoy, what you appreciate, and what you grew up on in your TV experience. You do a lot of TV stuff review with the Netflix stuff, but what do you like? Oh, yeah. Um, the biggest thing right now is Game of Thrones. So I'm watching that new season, just getting getting real into it. I'm like fully sucked into the lore. Like I listened to all the fucking audiobooks and like just research God, shit. You're so. better than I am. This shit is so yeah. slow paced for me. I can't do it. Can I ask a question? Uh, I, the thing is, I'm a fucking dork. So. I'm a dork too. I read all the books, dude. It's going so slow. Caleb, I have one question. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch the episode six leak? No, I didn't. Okay. No, I I won't see it until it comes out. Because everyone that Are the I cops coming to get you? Fuck. It have, has already seen it. <laughs> yeah, no, I... Shit. Yeah, I was I was just going to hold off on that. Yeah, no. But... I'm going to wait until I hear that something's awesome that's currently on before I do it. I've got so much now to keep the, up uh... with for here that I'm not doing it. The last episode, too, was just so slow. Like, that's it was a good, like... It was a story filler, but, like, this one just, like, nothing fucking happened. Like, they build up to where, in the sixth episode, it's going to be, like, a big explosive thing, but hopefully. Yeah, I... hopefully it pays off and they didn't just friggin' tease you for yeah. six episodes. Well, it's just, like, the dragons are coming. Like, Events, we'll tell you about it for five for seasons, but the dragons seasons, are coming. She took her seven <laughs> years to get to freaking uh, was it Dragonstone? Yeah. She yeah. shows up in Dragonstone, and, and thus far, uh, this entire season has been Daenerys Targaryen, all 11 of her names, and the infinite douche. Yeah. She is just absolutely <laughs> awful. And it was really embarrassing to watch uh, what Jon Snow has become, to standing in front of her like a, you know, a, a, just a, like a, he looked like a moron. And, oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, Davos is like his herald, and he's like... Daenerys has like her twelve names listed off, and Davos is just like, "This is Jon Snow." Uh, it's my, it's my he's, dog. Yeah, he goes, "Uh, he's king in the north." Yeah. Davos, uh, Davos is, is my favorite dog. fucking character. Yeah. Actually, I completely agree with you. Davos has been my favorite character for uh, for quite some time. Oh man, ever since he first got introduced, I was like, "This this boy's on my wavelength." Hell yeah, that's a dude that keeps it real. Yeah, and he works hard for what he what he wants. So and, and I have doesn't respect for him. and doesn't fight. No. No, he just but no, but you can get away with that mouth, that opinion, that everything else and not be like some some battle badass hardened warrior. He's just like, "Nah, I do shit. I'm fucking useful." Yeah. Check this out. Yeah. I dig it. What else did you what else were you into back in the day that didn't start what feels like a million years ago? Um, so I'm from the country like way the fuck out in the middle of nowhere. It's so, like when I was <laughs> That's what Something real no, 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 no. Um, actually, like when, like I was much younger, like my family would watch like Elf and Hell that fucking yeah. like dinosaur sitcom and shit like that. But then we moved out to the country and like we couldn't get cable and like satellite TV didn't exist yet. So, or like it at least wasn't practical. So, we pretty much had an antenna. So like. You had we got ears? NPC, yeah, literally rabbit ears. So we got like NBC, ABC. Sometimes we would get Fox. So like, I don't know. We would watch like Friends or whatever. Uh-huh. But, but you yeah, didn't really watch a lot of TV. 
Yeah, until I was like 18, 19, we got satellite. And then, because um, I never sleep, I got really into Adult Swim and shit, and that's kind of how I discovered Shin Chan and Can we talk for a all that about Adult like Weeaboo fucking cool anime is, shit. <laughs> I didn't. I actually yeah, they, had forgotten about Adult Swim until I started digging into this a little bit, and it was a big yeah. Thing, they culturally. they went through like a big lull in more recent years oh, where yeah. uh, but no back in like it was just like hey let's make like, another fucking Tim and Eric show that's exactly but. what I was going to say Tim and Eric <laughs> Tim and Eric are they, they they are absolutely horrific they made one good show it was Tom Goes to the Mayor and that show was actually pretty funny but like well they had a what they had a pilot for an animated show called Korgoth of Barbaria it was just like um like a comedy like fantasy conan the barbarian type thing and it was absurdly violent and hysterical and it was like their highest rated single episode ever but it cost them like a million dollars to produce that one episode and they're like well we can make tim and eric shows for 50 bucks an episode so we're just gonna do that and didn't like sign that show on <laughs> god did it go anywhere but then they else? got metalocalypse and no, it, it never got picked up by anything, but okay. then they got Metalocalypse, and then which, that was pretty good. Which is weird, because I, I didn't enjoy that either. Well, I'm referring to the no. Adult Swim that had those little bumpers before the commercials that would say shit just to be inflammatory, yeah. and like, like the cool oh, yeah. little like, trendy stuff, but then they also had freaking C-Lab 2021, um, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Chainsaw Hands! All Bzzz. that good shit, yeah. The stuff that was fucking awesome. That is that is my least favorite episode of I love C Lab twenty twenty one. Howling Mad Howling Mad Murphy and yeah. Pirate Radio is still oh, one of is still one of my favorite uh animated uh shorts well, ever. I'm sorry, we went to Super My, my fucking Twitter handle My Twitter handle is C Lab twenty twenty one. Is it really? Yeah. Is that hold on, am I stupid? <laughs> I didn't even pay attention to that. I thought it was because I was because your name is Caleb and then you had the C and then the dash and the LB. I didn't even put it together. That was C Lab. Yep. Yep. C Lab twenty twenty one. Son of a bitch! You got so much cooler in my book just now. <laughs> Michael and I first started dating when uh, I was watching that show, and I remember we were like falling asleep or whatever, and they were having the episode where the um, the squid or the octopus was like wrapping up the the submarine. He goes, "Quick, grab its tentacle and then tell it to call." And that shit got me so hard. It was just so funny. I love that show. Yeah, the the oh, flashbacks man. to it's Old Adult Swim. Uh, so good. It's, it it really it really is. It you really would stay up is. all yeah. night and then, watching like, that shit. There was a lot. There was a Saturday. Lot it was like all anime, so I'd watch like Big O and Trigun and shit. That and shit Cowboy was dope. Bebop. I love. Yeah, it never was a huge Cowboy Bebop fan. Like I like it. I never got super hard into it like a lot of people do. But Dude, Big O was my shit. Yeah. The, yeah, the art yeah, game that's is true. a ripoff for sure. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm a I, I was a fan, I'm a huge fan of Bebop. Just all uh, I, originally I wasn't. The more I listened to the music in that show, the more I enjoyed it because the, yeah, the, the music's score real is good, amazing. It's oh, it's fantastic. Uh, but uh, is what was it? Kelly Bebop, and then uh, he Ghost said, in the he Shell. Said Trigun. No, well, Ghost in the Shell. That was well, I'm just saying, like they were all in the Ghost in the Shell's good. Yeah, yeah, Trigun was in there. Um, 
I like the Ghost in the Shell film more than the series, but I didn't like the no, voice good. work on that. Uh, the animated the or the uh, the live action? The animated. The animated. Yeah, the animated. No, fuck the live action. action. I mean, I don't know. Some people. I some will people... come through this computer and choke him out if he says the live action. <laughs> it's it's like the same thing when you get that look when people say Ben Affleck's the best Batman. I get a people, twitch when people say that. People think that, so uh, you know, you people. Uh, and there's. I a... mean, he's the best Bruce Wayne. No, Kevin Conroy. I don't care if he is animated. His voice is amazing. Oh, no, that's that's actually probably my favorite Batman yeah. portrayal, so... Oh, that's, Ke- Kevin Conroy. Everybody, that's a solid everybody choice, Everybody sleeps yeah. on Batman the Animated Series. They forget about that motherfucker. He was great. Well, Mark, Mark Hamill's the best Joker. Yes, so. he is. Hands 100%. There's no down. contest. He's the only one who got the laugh. He is... Did you, there's a guy, I'll send you a thing on Facebook letter, or later that does these impressions, and he's the only one I've heard that does a spot-on Mark Hamill Joker impression. It is creepy and awesome. Nice. Yeah. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. Um, I think we got so caught up in talking about TV, we forgot to let you tell us about your podcast, by the way. So I do want to give oh, you a chance it's, to uh, It's Netflix and Swill. We drink really shitty alcohol and uh, no, you drink we review Netflix alcohol. shows. Like the fucking yeah. chocolate. Dan Dan shit. tries to hold it together sometimes, yeah. But you were no, it, uh... dude. <laughs> well, it started because like me and Dan have just been friends with Epic Film Guy Nick for fucking forever. So, like, he got really into doing his podcast and everything. So me and Dan were like, well, fuck him. He can't have anything nice. So we started (laughs) our show to, like, riff on him. But it turned into kind of a cool thing, so. Well, what do you guys just pick? How do you pick what you're going to review? Do you do, like? Uh, We typically do, like, we try to do at least, like, a hot take on something that's coming out new. So this week we're doing The Defenders. And, like, next week we're going to be doing Death Note. But then, like, things that fall through the crack, we'll, like, kind of work our way back through. Or, um, it's like we did a House of Cards retrospective leading up to Season 5, because neither of us had seen that show. And, like, I'm slowly working my way through Orange is the New Black. I don't like that Um, I'm sorry. eh, It's okay. Um, my girlfriend's way more into it than I am, but... But yeah, that's really cool because there's a lot of different fucking original Netflix shows and oh, yeah. it's on there to try to have to sort through and really, uh, I tried watching no, they're Ozark and I, I wish spending I spending quite literally billions on content. Yeah. But, uh, no, I actually, I liked Ozark. Um, it was just, a, it was it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it feels like something that could have been told in like a mini series or like one maybe like a two 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 and a half hour film yeah. something like that i actually i found that i don't watch a lot of uh the netflix movies but i've watched a huge amount of the shows mm-hmm. uh and i've mm-hmm. only really really disliked three or four of them the rest of them i can shrug my shoulders and go okay you know that wasn't too bad yeah like uh frontier i kind of shrug my shoulders i like frontier right. yeah and I, I don't know. What, uh, I don't know I'll watch anything with Jason Momoa. Like Jason Momoa is compulsively watchable. He is so fucking entertaining. No, uh, yeah, no, you'll get no, no no disagreement. But he is. Uh, I think he has played every possible version of a wild man. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, and it's funny because he's Hawaiian and he's playing somebody who's half Irish, half Native American. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. I did that. I did. Uh, but like for for whatever reason, like he can pass as that mixture. I guess. I mean, well, you're not going to argue with the dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm really. 
Whatever yeah. you say, you're Irish, okay? You, you don't look Irish, bro. Say that again. You look kind of Irish. Yeah, I see it now. I see a little <laughs> red tint in your hair. There it is. Sorry about that, man. Would you like a potato? No problem. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, that's... Yeah, I kind of got stuck talking on Netflix shows, and now I'm thinking about Peaky Blinders and shit like that that I really like, and <laughs> it got me all distracted. And how disappointed I am that Sense8 got cut short. Um... I like oh, shit. one better than a new So this just came out this week. Uh it was a news story I put up on her Facebook page. The porn site X Hamster wants to pick up Sense Eight and produce season three. I did see a little <laughs> note on that. I didn't read it though. Is that what Violet Lacey is all hysterical. about? Is that why she's botting all of us? She's promoting for Sense Eight. All those little oh, porn man. bots. Oh here's here's a here's a fantastic <laughs> little thing. So I don't do I barely use you know, social media, anything. X hamster. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I honestly, I don't do, I don't do social media of any kind. So like I kind of have Twitter and I kind of never look at it. And I finally did. And I found out that all of you guys as porn stars are following me. Uh-huh. Uh, I have nice. I have 37 followers. <laughs> They'll all unfollow you tomorrow. Don't worry. Nine of them are porn stars. Oh my God. That's wonderful. Yeah. I am the most popular guy in the world. There is an episode of Shin Chan called something. It's something about. It's like herpes or something like that, and it made me think of them. Oh, <laughs> this one goes out to all the. Porn I thought stars. It, I thought it was the episode of the uh, AIDS is hilarious. No, <laughs> because they use safe sex, and she's very faithful to her boyfriend. So there's that. Uh, before I move on to the listener question portion, I do want to give a huge shout out to some people that reached out to me and said that they were listening to our show for the first time this week. So, uh. I'm kind of surprised anybody wants to spend any of my their time listening to anything I have to say. Uh, I know I don't like listening to myself half the time, but I appreciate anybody being entertained by me, and I thank you guys for tuning in, and that's fucking awesome. Um, so one, I want to give a shout out to Samantha and James from the at IABD presents. Um, it's the all it's all been done radio out of Columbus, Ohio. They tuned in to the How I Met Your Mother episode that we did with Judy and gave us some awesome feedback and support. So thanks to you guys. And also, your home skillet, Nick, who was on two of my episodes, apparently he decided to, like, I don't know, give me some kind of shout-out, because then I got somebody that was one of his listeners to tune in, and he was, like, really excited about doing this podcast. He's like, if you guys are good, it's going to be good, but if you're not, I'm going to tell you. So apparently he enjoyed it, and he subscribed and rated and reviewed, and that is Leo, and he is one of the hosts at the at the Afterburn 739 podcast. Um, he got one of his co-hosts, also Fez, to say he was going to listen. So thank you guys. I appreciate that. Uh, if you want to check any of them out, I'm going to post their addresses on my Twitter and on Facebook. So you can look them up. They do some pretty cool stuff and always nice to make new friends. So thank you guys. Um, all right. Our listener question is going to be a little bit of a bizarro episode because these are bizarro segment. Yeah, segment. Um, it is bizarro. Bizarro, bizarro. Back, back. I was doing the Superman <laughs> from the Super Friends. I wasn't uh, doing C-Lab, just so you know. I just, uh, I'm uh, going to bring it up at least three more now, times. Because now all I can hear is Bizarro, Bizarro, I love you, Bizarro. That's... And I, I just want to I, I want to run away. I'm sorry. Anyways, so we did get a bizarro, couple... Bizarro, I love you. <laughs> oh, God. All right, in this Aussie version, meaning it's twisted and upside down version of our listener question, they are now asking us the questions. So... 
Chris Brayton from the More Gooder podcast asked which TV couple describes myself. I said that's what I said. You just said More Gooder. There's a More Gooder than. Oh, yeah. Well, More Gooder than. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Your name's a little long. Um, Chris Brayton from the More Gooder Than podcast out of Bakersfield, California. He asked, what TV couple best describes you and Michael the best? I had a hard time with that because I feel like a lot of TV couples are unrealistic, but you came up with a really good answer, so I'll it, let you give it. I did. I thought about it, and then the answer just kind of whacked me in the face with a little bit of obvious, and mm-hmm. that would be Ron Swanson and wife number three, Diane, yeah. uh, played by Lucy <laughs> Lawless, uh, because we are nothing like Ron and Tammy, but the keep it real of Ron and Diane is very much there. Very yeah. obvious. No, no frills. No, you know, fluffing each other up in terms of like having to sugarcoat anything. It's just direct and get it done. And pretty much, you're one of those people who is doesn't necessarily seem super friendly at first glance, but the people that you give a shit about, you will go over, you know, over the edge and back for. That's true, and everyone else can go fuck themselves. Pretty much. Yeah. So. That's, that's a good answer. I like that one. The other one I think you said was uh, Mad About You. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The Buckmans? Absolutely. Yeah, uh, and it's only because of our dialogue to each other. Yeah. Uh, not to everyone else, but uh, our level of in-house snark is uh, pretty high. We don't need people to know that. We say it, and it's funny because they don't know we're saying it. No, I would say anything that I say <laughs> behind people's back to their faces. No, yeah, th- th- but... The the Buckmans, the only reason why I thought of them is because most of that show takes place in their apartment with them being, you know, loving slash shitty snarky <laughs> to each other. And that's that works. That's how you balance something. Uh, I have to hate you as much as I love you. I need to process that in a minute. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, see, see, that's what I mean. You can you make one inflammatory remark, and she's all up in arms. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I'm a little mad at you right now. That's fine. All right. Well, we're gonna pretend like I just cri- I killed you because Gerald from uh, the Two Peas on a Pod podcast asked, "When you die, heaven is the world and a TV show. Which show do you want to spend the afterlife in?" I'm gonna kick that to you first, Caleb. Where do you want to go in TV land when you die? This is an easy one for me. It's going to be the uh, 1980s animated uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles show. <laughs> and I'm going to team up with Casey Jones, and we're going to beat the fuck out of Jaywalkers. That's fucking awesome. That actually reminds me, when I was a kid, like, in kindergarten on the playground, all the boys, like, they always wanted to play TMNT, and the girls had to, like, basically duel it out and get to see who got to play April for the fucking <laughs> lunchtime recess. Yeah. And we weren't allowed to do, do Ninja Turtles because... No, well, you just had to sit and wait for <laughs> We just beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a good answer. Michael, what is your version of TV Heaven? Uh, I have absolutely no idea. You don't? No. I, I Like a lot of things... No, I, you know, no, no, nothing comes to mind. So how about you answer? Give Man. me a, Give me a moment and I will figure that out. Because all I can imagine is somebody I've never met on the other end of this podcast and Casey Jones mopping the floor with jaywalkers. That's that's where I'm at. <laughs> Stop in my doing brain. crimes. Yeah. Uh, driving around in like a like a set 1970s gremlin beating the shit out of jaywalkers. I know, and Hell the problem yeah. is, is you and I watch some really dark shows, so I'm not really wanting to go to any of those places. Um, I'm looking right now. I'm honestly, you know what? I know where I want to go. I want to go to Beyond Bewitched. Because you get the 
saccharin, like everything's gonna be peachy keen at the end of the episode, like safety net, but you also get magic and you also get Endora and you get all that fun stuff too. I'm going to Bewitched. Or I dream of Genie. But probably Bewitched. I don't you I don't know why you always say that. You I love you Bewitched. You love Bewitched and you can't you don't really give a damn about I Dream of Genie. I do like I Dream of Genie very much. Yeah, that's the one. Ooh, maybe Fraggle Rock though. I have a, I mean that would be actually kind of Oh, trippy. Fraggle Rock would be good. I they're Muppet Babies. I have a lot It's I an allegory about racism damn it, and why it's bad. I cannot be definitive on this because there's so many different places that would be fun that speak to my inner child that I want to go to. I'm going to settle on Bewitched, though. I think that's my final answer. Who the fuck is Gerald? The, the two peas on a pod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Sorry. I don't know. There's, 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 there's some of these You're... things I just don't know. Well, Whatever. he's a dick and he warned you people. You know where you should this go? Is, it's oh, time God. for Animaniacs. Yes, oh, no, you know what? Uh, like, the, I, I guess the more I think about it, I'll screw it. Uh... Yeah, that one's a good one, yeah, too. Yeah, uh, uh, which one? Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Uh, man, I have absolutely no idea. I'm gonna need you to decide. I don't know. I don't, I have no, I have no, uh, my answer is, I have no answer. Wow. No answer whatsoever. Oh, fuck it, I'll just take, can I just go on adventures with Rick Sanchez? You could do that, or you could be on Adventure Time. Either way. Oh, no, yeah, that's where I want to go. I want to hang out with Finn and Jake. Is that where you're going? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going, I'm going to Ooh. The fun will never end. Yeah, I, no, I, I, I'm totally, I'm totally <laughs> going to ooh. So it's, it's like a, it's a somewhat friendlier version of Fallout Four. That's all it oh is. Oh my god. Yeah, so yeah. yes, it's a solid answer. That's where I, I want to go. I want to go hang out in ooh okay. and uh, try to finally uh, wake everyone up to the fact that Princess Bubblegum is the villain of the show. She is so awful. She's one of the worst fucking people ever. She really yeah. is. She's a real see you next Tuesday. Nice job, Charlotte. <laughs> I, I actually really love that term. Nobody gets it half the time, but that's fucking funny. Um, all right. Finally, Paul from uh, the Countdown Podcast out of Perth, Australia. He asked, what three shows I'm looking forward to the most that I haven't yet scheduled? I have a few of them that I'm really excited to do. And obviously with rotating guests, we haven't gotten a lot of things scheduled yet. These are the ones that I don't even have volunteers for in terms of the guest host spot. So these are the ones that I'd be really excited to get going on. The first one is Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23 because that show is fucking funny as hell and James Vanderbeek is the shit. Um, the other one I was thinking was, um, shit, where was it? Oh, I just had it. Damn it. Uh, I think one of them was Roseanne. We'll say, I think, I'm, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Ripper Street. That's what it was. Oh, Ripper Street. Ripper yeah. Street would be yeah, fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. I love Ripper Street, and I don't hear anybody talk about it. And the third one, motherfucker. I've never heard of that one. No, it's not one. That's not it. Ha ha. <laughs> You're so funny. Um, It was, oh, it was Dead Like Me. Another one that not a whole lot of people know about. So those are ones I'm looking forward to. If anybody listening wants to be a guest on those episodes, let me know, and we will work something out so I can get to talk about those. Uh, I want to do... I, I, what do you have, any <clears throat> that you want to talk about? Oh, that I want to talk about? Yeah, that I don't have on my list. Well, I don't, I don't even know what's on well, your what list. Well, you, what are your top three, then, that you think would be cool? Uh, I'm pretty excited about Futurama. Yeah, I know uh, you are. I, yeah, I love that show. Uh, uh, I want to... Married with Children, once it comes around, and... Uh, to kick back with your uh hopefully with your old man uh i want to do wkrp in cincinnati 
Yeah, that'll be fun. I absolutely love that show. Dude, my dad is Johnny. Oh, you're yeah, your dad. My Johnny dad's a hundred percent Johnny yeah. Beaver. Yeah. He's so cool. Down to uh rocking that mullet well into the two thousands. That's what you do when you're a boss. Yeah. But he rocked the shit out of it. He always does. Caleb, do you have any shows that you would be, you know, more apt to want to come back on and talk about? Like you're the only person I know that's ever heard of Shin Chan. So I'm really excited Dude. that you wanted to do this because I was sitting here waiting oh, for yeah. somebody on this forever. No, if you do want to do like a TMNT episode, I'd be down for that Hell for yeah. sure. Uh, I know the guy sitting next to me would be too. A hundred percent. As long as we don't talk about the neutrinos, then I'm good with everything else. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I, I might mean, that's where I draw they the were, line. They were really stretching there. They really were. That's where I draw the line. The neutrinos. What about what about wingnut and screw loose? Wingnut and screw loose. They're just as bad. Uh, <laughs> but I, 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 once you get once you go into Dimension X, it starts to sink. Yeah, you guys yeah like having Krang come from Dimension Dimension X, but holy hell! Like once once they started venturing over there, like that, like it. It it got pretty weird. It did, and and forgive me, and I'm I'm sure you'll remember this. Is it a uh, Tricera Dawn? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That sounds yeah. right. <laughs> the the orange I believe triceratop with armored triceratops oh from God. the TMNT yep. show. Yeah. Once you get into that, it's uh, it's I'll still watch it, but it's pretty rough. You actually have the entire collection. I do have the entire collection right now. Yeah, I do have the entire collection. I think I know what I'm doing for the rest of my vacation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll take the rest of your it'll take the rest of your holiday, that's for sure. Oh, sweet. All right, well when we come back, we're going to get into our discussion on Shin-chan. I already warned you guys, so if you tell me you're offended, it's your own fault. We'll be right back. Ah, we'll be right back after some of these promos from our Podfix friends and Pattern Family shows. Yo! What's your show? Oh, he- hello, we are from Netflix and Swill podcast. Let me review Netflix shows for you, please. It would mean so much to me if you let me review Netflix for you. Somebody's gotta review them. Why can't it be me? Come on, let the boy review Netflix shows for you. Hi, hello. Are you good? Uh, Good. Let me drink crappy alcohol and make jokes for you. I'm already gonna be reviewing Netflix for you. Just say yes to me drinking crappy alcohol. Honestly and sincerely, I'd like to make jokes for you to laugh at. He's a good, hard-working boy. Let him drink some beer and make jokes. Please don't make me watch the one-star movies. He's a nice boy! Watch your own damn shitty movies! For God's sake! Down on Netflix and Swill, please. I'll put all our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and Podbean. Please download our episodes. I already started watching the one-star movies. If you didn't want to listen to our show, why'd you let me watch the one-star movies? Can we stop this cruel game and allow the boy to keep one shred of dignity? For God's sake! I can't stand to see him in all this pain! So just listen to Netflix and Swill! For the love of God, let the boy review Netflix for you! The Via VHS podcast is changing lives. Here's some testimonials. Bill from Tallahassee, Florida says, I was able to quit my job and get a Ferrari, just like Magnum P.I. Sue from San Diego, California says, Wow, it really helped with my crippling depression. Thanks, Via VHS. And Tom from Charlotte, North Carolina says, It cured my genital warts. Wow. Listen to the Via VHS podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Between a rock and a tart face. 
Alright, we are back, and we are more than pumped to get to talk about Shin-Chan. I am well aware that this is a show that not a whole lot of people have heard of or are familiar with at all. Probably because not a whole lot of white people are into anime, and that's where you that's why you don't know about it. Um, so the original Shin- What? Did you say a whole lot of white people aren't into anime? I mean, usually they go, I'm white, I mean- Really, do they just go around, I'm white, I don't do anime. We're talking about a very offensive show, I'm gonna make some blanket generalizations and stereotypes, which Judy taught me how to do, thank you, Judy. So I'm just gonna say whatever I wanna say, and if it offends somebody, then, you know, I'll deal with it later. There was a trigger warning at the start of the episode. Yeah, I warned everybody. But, I said it. But I, I'm pretty sure that, like, it's not just white people that generalize to anime. No, I said hey, white people don't watch a lot of anime. What, dude, dude, it's it's okay to make fun of go, white people. They're what terrible. What the hell is this anime? It's more of more of the non, you know, non-so-Irish people like Jason Momoa, we'll say. <laughs> You're not going to make me say it outright. I'm not going to get that kind of fucking listener hate. You're not going to do it. It's going to happen. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dip your, <laughs> dip your toe in that water. No, thank you. I, 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 I'm actually excited to see how wrong you are. Uh-uh. The, the first comment you're going to get is, I'm white, and I like, I'll say good for you. You're the it's only not one. Like, it's not like the Red House oh furniture. So, At the Red so I'm going to throw this in there because this is the most ridiculous commercial I've ever seen. I encourage people to look this up. This place is real. We live in North Carolina. This commercial is real. It's, it's called the Red House Furniture. And, uh... It is a two-minute-long commercial of people going, Hello, my name is Max. I am a white person. I like furniture. Well, I shop at the Red House. Then it follows up with, Hello, my name is whatever. I'm a black person, and I like to buy furniture at the Red House, too. And then What it shows, the fuck then is it shows, this? Hold on. It's no, amazing. it gets worse. It gets oh, worse. I'm, so, I'm going to send it to you right now, Caleb. So then it no, shows, I'm watching it. it oh, you shows, are? It shows the white person and black person shaking hands in unity. <laughs> and so then there's like all kinds of offensive black and white stuff. And then at the very end, he goes, the song says, at, at the, the Red House, we're black people and white people buy furniture. <laughs> to where the black guy goes, and also Expanics. He actually says Expanics. Caleb, where are you in this commercial? Is it amazing or what? I'm black and I love the red house. <laughs> Thank I'm you. A, I'm a white man and the red house is for me. I, I literally have this whole commercial memorized. Uh, it, it is the single. My favorite part though is when he jumps on the couch and it slides. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Johnny, aka Ten Gauge. I'm a white man. <laughs> I like hunting and the red house is for me. I can't. No, it's that ridiculous. Fucking commercial it is insane. so ridiculous, oh and it's uh, it, oh it's, god. What's worse is the song is really catchy. It, <laughs> Saving your head off, fucking day. Uh, because it's, it's absolutely fuck? ridiculous. And, and funny thing is, Caleb's not listening to us right now nope. because he's watching that amazing clip. <laughs> oh god. Uh, for God's sakes, I'm I'm gonna end up watching this a whole bunch more times. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, you are. That, that's a that's a. And showing it to everyone mm. you know. Yeah. I like pumping iron and pumping furniture into people's <laughs> into homes. People's homes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this soap is the... perfect for a black person or a white person. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the fucking best. I'm telling you, and, and that place is real, I and it's here in North Carolina. <laughs> and it's the way he says it. And he pushes, yeah, he pushes his arms out and goes, "Homes." Oh God! It's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> We've, bro- <laughs> we've broken Caleb. We've broken him. This is what be- this oh, is like for Christ's the- sakes. This is the gift that does not stop giving because hearing that kind of joy from somebody 
It's just so amazing. <laughs> Over something so mm. positively so ridiculous. It's horrible. Oh, that is man. what Shin Chan's all about, honestly. Yeah. Not well, today, depression. I'm not killing myself today. <laughs> oh, I've discovered the Red House Furniture commercial. There you go. It'll, it'll you last you it. another 12 hours. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, anytime you're anytime you're feeling down or anytime you say something awkward and, and inflammatory, remember, the Red House Furniture commercial is way more offensive than anything that will spew out of your mouth. 100%. Oh, my God. That'll get you out of every single socially awkward situation. Oh, God. We're black people and white people buy furniture. And also Hispanics. My fucking size. Also Hispanics. Because <laughs> uh, I actually showed it to somebody. She's like, well, what about brown people that aren't black? And I was like, you just wait. So he'll tell you. Yeah, they'll all, they'll, they will let you know. Oh, my God. But that awkward yeah, scene God. of the white guy and the black guy shaking hands, hands is yeah. so fucking well, yeah, And, like, they don't even grip. They just no, have they their palms yeah. together. That's yeah, so weird. <laughs> and then they're both staring at the camera, nodding while they're shaking. It's so ridiculous. And, the, the, and I'm just I, – I wonder – like the two guys got had to get Starbucks gift cards just the singing the, singing the gift one? singing the song like that dude this is, is all we got we got the red house it's so good <laughs> God Almighty honestly so uh, Shin Chan uh, no I'm yeah. gonna say you know it actually ties in though because <laughs> yeah. we're here to tell you about things you didn't know about that are awesome and so, offensive and offensive awesome and offensive and will make your life better if you have enough of a thick skin to deal with it so. That's kind of the segue, and you're welcome for that fucking commercial. So give us a fun rundown of Shin-Chan before we go off on wild tangents. Okay, so I, I realized, honestly, I thought I would be able to describe it really easily, and then I go, there's a whole lot of fucking weird shit going on in the background. Like, you get this little kindergartner that farts and makes poop jo- jokes and shows his penis, but then there's also, like, this weird dark sense of humor and, like, black comedy around things, and then there's also, like... uh a lot of really sexual overturns and stuff so it's kind of a combination of all of the really offensive kinds of humor you could put together and it's so it's centered around kindergartner shin chan and his nuclear family and his little fucked up group of friends and it's just like all their little misadventures and doesn't really have any kind of continuity shit changes all the time um yeah you yeah. guys want to chime in essentially it's <laughs> Essentially, it focuses on the no- Nohara family. Yeah. Uh, Shin is the focus of the show, and he is an out-of-control, smart mouth. Uh, he's like a Bart Simpson, Dennis the Menace type of Little kid. bastard. Yeah, he's a little... Yeah. But he's not evil. He's, he's just a poor... Evil. He's a five-year-old. That's but what five-year-olds it, do. They're it, selfish. That's true. And uh, then it... Fo- you know, and he is... <laughs> his parents are his amazing. parents uh mitzi and hero who are fantastic and i'm sure we'll touch on uh most a lot of it uh and everything centers mostly around the play- playground at school with his uh, five friends with his five friends his strange pseudo mexican principal and the principal three, inch the three mm-hmm. weirdest teachers of all time those are some there's just some and, uh, sexless he, bitches. Let me put and it that his way. favorite uh, television show, Action, Action Bastard! To which there there are, I don't know, probably, on the Funimation, there's probably, what, 20 Action Bastard segments at least? Yeah, because there's a five-arc period in season two. But anyways, I'm going to post a couple of, uh, a little character guide, since I'm sure that a whole lot of people don't know about this, and this is going to be kind of a what to watch. Um, so that'll probably help everybody. It also gives you their most memorable lines, which is probably my favorite part of it because there's some dark ass shit in there uh, especially uh penny's comments uh penny makes me feel really really horrible about a lot of things in my in life like in general like i want to go donate some money to sally struthers and the kids in africa after watching penny 
It bothers me. <laughs> like, that's the only thing that actually bothers me about this show. Like, I feel, like, really bad for that shit. What, for Penny? Yeah. Yeah, but, eh, we'll get to we'll it. Get, yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. <clears throat> Jesus fucking Christ. That's what I'm talking about, the dark-ass shit. Um, this show was on, the version that we're reviewing that's on Hulu was on Adult Swim, like we talked about. Uh, it was on around the same time as uh, Space Ghost, Robot Chicken, Boondocks, uh, Family Guy, Frisky Dingo, Aqua Teen. So it was, Frisky uh, Dingo. Yeah, oh, Chiron T. She. Okay, so I want to say this. Ashley has not seen I've Frisky seen a, Dingo. I've seen a couple episodes. Oh, man. You got to so see, you gotta see Frisky her, Dingo. The I told her, if you're going to watch the show, you watch it almost specifically for the Exticles. Yeah, the Exticles are great. No, there's one episode where, like, the, like, the creator of the show just wanted, like, a free Scion or something. So, like, every character mentions a Scion TC. (laughs) So, like, a guy walks in and somebody's like, oh, you look pretty jacked. You look like you could bench press a Scion TC. (laughs) (laughs) My God. Um... Yeah, what are, I mean, we'll go kind of into general. How did you guys find out about the show? Because, Michael, you're the one who told me about it. Uh, I guess you were watching Adult Swim, and that's how you found it? Caleb, you lived out in the boondocks. I don't know how you found it. No, like, whenever we got our satellite hooked up, I just started watching Adult Swim, and uh, this was just one of the things on, and I was like, this show is fucking absurd. It really is. <laughs> the intro music is really fun. Like, one with the outro music is better, but, like, yeah. it sticks in your fucking head all day. The energy is awesome. The characters say some really fucked up things, like... So, I found it, <clears throat> and uh, I'm going to mention this briefly, and yeah. I know we're all going to react to it, but I'm sure we're going to talk about it individually. Uh, I found the show because a friend of mine said... Hey, you want to see something fucked up? Fucking happiness bunny. So happiness bunny was introduced to me. Oh shit! That's, That's how what... I was introduced to Shin Chan. That's happiness an episode bunny. to start with. So no, no we're, I don't even want to begin with that because I that every today, by yeah. The way. So it's uh, yeah, I was introduced to it because a friend of mine was like, uh, hey man, check this out. This is uh, Beyond just fun. no. He was like, just uh, just watch it. So I, my first introduction to Shin Chan was Happiness Bunny, and uh, <laughs> after that I had to see where it went. You didn't, I don't know. I did. I had. To, I had to know. I, so I, uh, I, I will. We'll, yeah, we'll 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 go into Happiness Bunny, but I can't. I can't start with Happiness Bunny. No, that's a downer. That's a. That's more than that. Uh. Anyway. Anyway, so I started watching the first season over again, and P Strike really kind of tickled my fancy a little bit because. He basically shouldn't want to get an allowance, and so he starts pressuring his mom, and she basically has a shutdown for every fucking approach he tries. He's, like, threatening her and uh, saying he's going to do this and that, and she's like, well, whatever. And she, like, does not pull any punches with this little kid. She's like, you're just going to do whatever you do, and you're going to be wrong, and I'm going to win. And Mitzi's, she shuts him down every fucking time. Yeah, Mitzi's kind of awesome. Mitzi's, well, she said, he says, I'm ready. Like, what did he say? He says, I need an allowance. She goes, you're not old enough. She's like, I can tell by the skid marks yeah. in your underwear. He's, she's like... No, and she's like, you would just spend it on dumb kid shit, like trading cards and met crystal meth. Yeah, she goes, you don't need an allowance. You can't even wipe your ass. He goes, I, I can't still wipe my ass. Well, tell that to your skin marks. Oh, uh, I forgot to wipe. Yeah, like it's, it's like that poopy humor, but it's fucking funny. Like, I could see a little five-year-old yelling in the middle of a grocery store, I can still wipe my ass. I would be very amused to see that, too. The, and uh, I, I like the... Uh... The samurai standoff in the P strike. Oh, it's the, it, so good. And what what all of the uh, 
the um the protests that he just wrote on the wall. Uh, allow ants peas. Yeah, allow yeah. ants peas. <laughs> Why would I do that? <laughs> the one that won me over though was the second episode when uh he's still trying to get an allowance and Hero decides the dad decides to come in and like try to help him because he ain't got no money either. So they team up and they're fucking uh their dance. Uh, the man dance. That's my favorite moment in the show. It is amazing. Because like. Uh, Hero walks in and you do it. You do it. Shin, you do the better lead up to it. Shin's just like sniveling in the corner, and like Hero comes up to him, and Shin just turns. He's like, "Will you buy me a shotgun, Dad?" <laughs> and Hero's just like, "I can't, kid. I'm broke." <laughs> That's just fucking reasoning. Like it's just, I. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with these people? <laughs> I should note that the the fucking uh, all the dialogue, everything that's from this show was completely made up for just this run. Funimation got a hold of it and oh, yeah. they couldn't use any of the original dialogue. They just like literally translate it because it didn't make any sense for Americans because it's all like, remember that sumo wrestler from back then? Yeah, that's hilarious. Like, we yeah, get so it. in a weird way, it's sort of like a Power Rangers or like a uh, yeah. MXC or whatever where it's just like it uses the original footage but it's just like it does whatever they the just go ham wants. on the dialogue. And they, like, change around orders, and they just do whatever. The, like, honestly, I would be having kind of a good time if I was, like, I get to write whatever I want, and I see some fucked up shit like Happiness Bunny or, like, Shin drawing the elephant man on his penis and helicoptering. <laughs> like, what? How do you even? I mean, you can just do whatever the fuck you want. There are no rules. <laughs> and they put it on. I mean, it, when they're there's on that more. when they're on that late Funimation block, yeah. they get, there's, there was a lot more they could get away with. It was really nice when Cartoon Network, uh, like, opened that door. And uh, as far as I can recall, uh, Shin-Chan was the first super offensive Adult Swim show. If I'm because I what was um, it? I I want to say yeah, that at least that stretched into that because before that you know it was you know Family Guy. And I mean, fam- I mean, just random they, anime. Uh, honestly, that I think the over. problem that a lot of the other shows don't go into, like they'll be crass and stuff like that, but it's the it's the abortion jokes and shit like that. Like Mitzi says in the first episode, is it too late to abort? <laughs> she's getting on her nerves. <laughs> One of the episodes is called "You Can't Abort Them If They're Not Yours." I know. Oh God! Which it, is a tremendous episode title. Uh, it, I like the yeah. uh, irregular tampons are on sale one. That's a great title. If you guys want to just get a chuckle, go on IMDb and just read the titles of this. There's uh, 78 episodes in total, and a good two-thirds of them are quite damn amusing. Uh, Gratuitous Child Nudity. The Herpes Effect. That's the one I'm I'm, uh, dedicating to the the porn bots. (laughs) Son of a bitch. But I'm a power bottom. Yeah, but I'm a power bottom. That's hilarious with the two fake gay detectives. (laughs) Safe as a dry hump? Yes, safe as a dry hump. Oh, it's amazing. And uh, anyway, but uh, like at the start of the show, like the first episode, the P-Strike, you know, it's it's in terms of where it goes, it's pretty tame. Oh, yeah. It starts out pretty innocent. It's like a little kid wants allowance. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. He acts a little ridiculous, acts out, and then- the carpet. I'm glad it it wasn't a number two strike. (laughs) But the, the, then they, you know, as they move on and you get introduced to the other characters, like, uh, once they hit the school and you get introduced to his friends, yeah, that is a psychologist's wet dream. Paul, if you, you haven't seen this, I want you to do a little study write-up for me, because that would be fucking interesting to read. 
Um, yeah, because it's like the basic nuclear family setup. You've got the baby Hema, who obviously is going to be not really a factor, but she's just kind of the smartest one in the house without being... Pretty much. Yeah. And then you've got Mitzi, who's always insecure about her, you know, being fat or being overweight, which she's not, and then having two small boobs and kind of always PMSing. And then Hero, who works the low-wage job and comes home and wants to get drunk and watch Naked Girls on TV. With, with his five-year-old. With his five-year-old. Yeah, they're always in cahoots. I like that. Yeah. Definitely. So yeah, that's kind of what you got there. And then you go to the playground and shit gets fucking intense. Because you've got Georgie, who's... Georgie's the shit. I love Georgie. Georgie is my favorite. Do you have a favorite, Caleb, of the kids? Uh, Georgie's up there, yeah. Him and... What's, what's the fucking kid's name who... Boo or ends Masa? up joining the very young Republicans. I that's think Masa. Georgie. Yeah. That's, that's Georgie. Or no, that is Georgie. Yeah. I always get those two confused because because Georgie is the uh, the intelligent. Yeah, like, that's super right. Super snobby one, and <laughs> who's always like when Shin knocks on his door, and he was like, "It's me, Shin. Open up!" And he goes, "Of course it's you. I was trained from a young age to uh, sniff out the poor." <laughs> he, he refers to Hema. What was it? As a little garbage or a little dumpster monster or something like that? Yeah, he refers to Hema. He refers to Hema as a uh, surprise dumpster baby. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I have it written down because I went, "What the fuck?" Anyways, oh, and the first in the Peace Strike episode, Shin walks in on Georgie taking a crap, and he's like, "Unlock doors and open door." <laughs> and then he's like, "What do you think you're doing?" He's like, "What do you think I'm doing?" He's like, "Don't forget to wipe your ass." And this show is fucking hilarious. It's got it's got lowbrow humor. And I will say in the first, pretty much the first season and a half, it does it in pretty good moderation. There are some instances that it goes really on and on about, and it really kind of gets grating and kind of childish or sophomoric, in my opinion. But for the most part, this show is a damn win. We'll get into that shit later. It's like uh, toilet humor, but done in sort of a smart way, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's really hard to explain when you're trying to tell somebody that, like, ass dances and fart jokes and shit like that are hilarious and a lot of a kid pulling on his dick yeah it's just something i don't know it's got that something that really it fucking works and i think it's because of uh, it it works well with mitzi honestly shin is the shin is my least favorite part of the show really yeah everybody else is so much more entertaining uh because i can is is uh mitzi's pretty great and when they move, uh, when their house gets destroyed and they move into falling apartments. That shit. Fucking Yanro, the damn dropout with his hentai doll. No, it's, he doesn't have the hentai. He has, it's the other name that has the hentai. He's got a sex doll too, though. Yes. The dropout. Yeah. Who uh, uh, eats their food and spies on their life through and the hole in their wall. And masturbates and everything. Like, when they <laughs> go and meet him, he's like... He said something about drying off, like Shin was trying to dry off his hands in the apartment. He goes, it wasn't, no, that's what he thought he was, he thought he was drying his hands and he was actually masturbating. That's who tried to say he was drying his hands off in the towel. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, so it gets pretty, uh, it's all over the place. It really is. It's got some really funny shit. Like, I wrote down a couple things, like, Hero's walking home from work and he's been drinking. He's seen 99 bottles of sockeye in the wall. He goes, take one down, pass it around, and throw up in your briefcase. Fucking shit like that. <laughs> it just made me laugh. Um, he tells Mitzi that when he beats her at darts, that his beer's gonna taste sweeter because of her tears in it. That's shit that I would say to you. <laughs> Somebody says it's just like college without the date, without, ah, without the date rape. Uh, that's another one. God. Yeah. <laughs> when Shin's in the bathtub, he says his grapes are turning into raisins. I mean, there's just, there's a lot of really, it's, 
it's lowbrow, but like you said, it's delivered in a way that you don't expect. So it makes you kind of giggle. Um, what are your, like I said, who are you, who do you not like in the show? I don't like I. I is a fucking elitist little bitch, isn't she? Oh, she's yeah, she's just too. annoying. Okay, I don't like I, but damn if I don't love Mr. K. That's what I was going to say. Her manipulation of Mr. K is fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mr. K is, uh, for those listening who still don't know what the hell we're talking about, Mr. K is I, the little elitist bitch's uh, limo driver and uh, protector and guardian. And uh, she catches him using personal lube on a nine iron. <laughs> And then, and then blackmails him for the rest of his life. So any ridiculous request she has, uh, he has no choice but to go along with. And uh, she's hopelessly in love with our uh, obnoxious and horrible Shin. Well, she also caught him. He broke the fucking uh, the potty thinker and tried to super glue it. Yeah, the toilet the thinker. Toilet thinker, that's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> that was the first time. So I then the vase was the first. No, time. It, was, it was the toilet thinker. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I dig Mr. K. Mr. K is just pretty much he's got no balls because <laughs> she's got him wrapped up. Um, you said you. Oh, did. it was a little trash monster. I found it. A little trash monster. Now you said you don't care for I. Did uh, did Maso or Boo ever like wear on you? Um, I don't know. Like the one nice thing about this show is like if a character starts getting annoying, like. Not usually each episode like, split into like three stories and each yeah. one's like five minutes so you can just shut it off and just be like this is fine yeah move on to the next one <laughs> so i would the, say the uh the pedophilia stuff got a little bit dark with the action bastard stuff yeah that was kind of like <laughs> yeah that was a lot i honestly i uh when it, when it comes to the the, the students I, I don't mind most of the students a lot of their stuff is pretty funny mm-hmm. uh i get a little uncomfortable with penny segments sometimes mm. Um, let's just let's go ahead and let's just go ahead and talk about Penny. Yeah, well, you got to talk about Penny. Penny is a child of a uh, domestic abuse home, so she's mentally and physically abused, and so is her mother. And she gets this toy bunny or whatever, and this bunny it so shows it from his point of view, like, oh, I'm gonna be in a nice, loving home, and the you know, I guess some fortune teller told me he's gonna have a bad life, and turns out that when mommy and penny feel or get the ouchies put on them they need to put the ouchies on the bunny and so they take the bunny and punch it like millions of times up against the wall to get their aggression and their frustration out there's all kinds of allusions to rape and like horrible fucking things and when happiness bunny gets his revenge it's the most uncomfortable thing i've ever seen in my life like i i can't there it's, is, there is a it's so fucking it's like, dark. Oh my god! I actually I wrote it down. Hold on. So I mean, it starts off with the episode starts off with the narration of Happiness Bunny, and then Penny telling out with her mom saying, "I would really, you know, I want this," and she's like, "No, blah blah blah," and then she eventually caves and buys it for her. To which Penny replies, "Yay!" And I didn't even have to cut myself. Yeah, that happened. Forgot about that. Um. I had anyways there was another part that um when happiness bunny gets his revenge basically the girls mom and uh, daughter go to sleep and they wake up and happiness bunny has come to life and he is going to tell them exactly what he's demanding of them and they're pretty scared because he's like you know see this little stress look thing on my eyebrow or my stress asterisk like that's not (laughs) fair you know 
I didn't do anything to you, and you, I didn't matter how nice I was, you still took it out of me, so why don't I just act like a bastard? So he makes the mom go get him some juice and tells Penny that she needs to, like, <laughs> come and give him a massage while he watches uh, Hold'em and rubs his crotch. Uh, how does he rub his crotch? I forget. Like, fucking idly rubs his crotch. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah, because he's laid out, like, the yeah. uh, Burt Reynolds fireplace yeah. pose. <laughs> and then Penny's, like, obviously freaked out. And he goes, what are your fingers retarded, too? And then yells at the mom for oh not bringing God. the carrot juice. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And then what does he say? Oh, shit. Oh. And, but the best is the uh, the next morning. So the next morning, where so it's it, it runs through a lot, and and we're glossing over it because it's 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 hard it's, to talk, it's talk about. It's hard to talk about. But uh, the next morning, uh, Penny gets wakes up from a dream and gets up and realizes that it's a dream. However, she walks into the kitchen and Happiness Bunny is sitting at the table, and Mom is shakily making breakfast. And then all of a sudden they realize that they had the same dream Mm -hmm. and mom realizes that Penny has her madness and uh, they're both terrified of the stuffed bunny sitting at the table and uh, Penny reaches up to touch its ear and it turns its head and falls on her and then they both start crying and clutching one another. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, yeah, while the like, yeah, it's horrible. uh, it's pretty uh, it's pretty dark. Yeah. Also, you're not supposed to touch a bunny's ears because it's as precious as tits on a cheerleader. Just so you know. Anyways, I, <laughs> oh, and yeah, Dad's got the hurdy belt and gives mommy the ouch. He's like, it's a lot to. Last night I heard you saying no, 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 then screaming yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> So there's that. That's that. We're gonna kind of not talk about that hopefully anymore. Except for I think it's kind of really fucked up, but I also like it when Penny makes the boys play house with her and she starts acting like the dad, and like trying to assert her dominance. I don't know. It's like I said, it's a dark ass sense of humor. So yeah, what did you think about Penny? How did you feel about that shit? It's fucking yeah. It's it's super fucking dark. Like. When did you see Damn, that episode like they went there. of Shin Chan? Was it early on? Did you like happen to catch it towards the beginning? Or what the fuck have I got myself into? I, I think I watched it and then kind of forgot about it. But then like I started rewatching a bunch of episodes, getting ready for this, and I watched that and I was like, Oh, you watched? Holy it too? fuck! I forgot about this. Dude, I like cringe whenever I see. Any- yeah, I was just kind of like staring at the TV with like my jaw just hanging open, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I w- and it was really creepy because the end of the first episode with him in yeah. it, he like whispers as it's fading out, like, I just want to die. Yeah, and that's the fourth <laughs> fucking episode of the show. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking, it's a lot. It's a lot to process, especially, like, I can't even believe that the show could ever be watched by kids. <laughs> yeah, I was reading a lot of like parent guides and shit, and they're like, oh, it's okay for 14 plus. What? Are you fucking kidding me? What kind of child are you raising? So, Shin. yeah. Oh, well, there you go, then. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but it's because uh, uh, and it's funny because it's Shin that causes the happiness bunny beatings. Yeah, because he's the devil child. He, he comes over. He shows and, up and at their house and eats their food, and then I shows up and makes keeps making reference to their hovel. Yeah. And uh, then what is it? Uh, the the food her mom makes or whatever. They always want to have sweets because they're fucking depressed. No, uh, no, but they make the food and then I comes in, calls her house the hobble, and then says we have our servant make uh, t- like twelve dozen of these every day, yep. and then just throw them out 
in front of the, the homeless <laughs> people. Yeah. I'm such a cunt. She's a horrible person. But like later on, you have the uh, you see uh, what which is the uh, what is it the uh, the second episode of. Happiness Bunny was the revenge of Happiness Bunny, yeah, where uh, the mom has a closet full of various yep. sized Happiness Bunnies to beat on. <laughs> there are a lot of Happiness Bunny punching gifts. Like it's it's and we're, uncomfortable. Yeah, where she picks up Penny and uh, Happiness Bunny falls out from under her dress. <laughs> mm. Have you been hurt? Have you been hurting Mr. Bunny too? I can't help it. It's, it's, ah, God. Okay, ah. I'm going to talk about an episode that I actually really thought was funny. Ah. When Georgie is trying not to poop anywhere in a public setting because he's really got to go, and he keeps running into obstacles. It's very much like the uh, wacko I've got to potty episode of uh, Animaniacs, <laughs> but this came, you know, in form of number two, so. And then he had to, like, eat the sweet potatoes, and he was too polite to say he had to go to take a shit. So he kept having to put himself off, and then that's when Hema decides to fucking bounce around in his lap, and he says her... Yeah, I, pra- I know you're practicing for your future career of being a stripper, but can you stop that? <laughs> <laughs> to a one-year-old. That fucking, that episode made me laugh a lot. Uh, oh, I have my favorites. Do you guys want to go ahead and say what some of your favorites are before I go ahead and, like, launch into my favorites? Because I have one or two that stand out as being amazing. Oh, yeah. Well, my favorite, like, it's it takes place over a couple episodes, but whenever Enchman is introduced, which is... uh principal inch like it's his superhero identity so they like he's just running around town like helping people with just inane shit and uh some like some people are talking about him just like in the background and you hear this guy say he saw my wife beating me and then like later on principal inch like walks up to the same guy and he's like hey you look just like that guy that saw my wife beating me (laughs) It's like just the the it long setup it. for that joke is just amazing. Oh my god! I actually the gay cop episode is fucking funny as hell to me. Um, for some reason, uh, I thought the show in terms of flow came together when they got to the apartment. When they moved to falling apart, a lot of people that I was rev- like when I was doing research, a lot of people didn't like that part of it. I uh, thought it was awesome. There was a lot to it cuz then it they did a lot more focus at home and so you actually got to like know them a little bit better instead of it was just Mitzi being a bitch. Yeah, being a bitch and t- uh, and cheap. Cheap and uh, her booby jar. The uh, <laughs> but I got to say in terms of uh my favorites, uh my I want to say it is when Hero takes Shin to the bathhouse. Yep, and yep, and they sh- uh, and it's and Hadi Nanako's there, and all they do is, is Shin yells back and forth to Hadi Nanako, to which one of the times uh, she he asks her a question and her response is not now Shin I'm on the toilet. Uh, <laughs> the uh, and that I love the gay cop episode the the gay detective episode. I just want to mention it. So I did funny. write down a quote that wasn't that from that spot the bathhouse episode because Mitzi makes him go because she has a coupon and she's cheap as fuck. And he, Hero's reading the coupon. He goes, extra complimentary soap. What does it say? I love cleaning your ass hair. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, Jin repeats it back in front of Nanako. And then he has this little, like, wiping his butt song and flames a fart on his dad. And it's just, I mean, it sounds as low brown crass as it is, but it's fucking funny. And I don't care who you are. One of my other favorites, Great. one of my other favorites is uh, another fun time with Penny. 
it's the episode uh, where they have uh, makeshift psychiatry. And they're they they're uh, they're they're all Maso's af- or Boo's afraid to talk, so they hold up the fake uh um like piece of cardboard that makes your like that muffles out your face like when someone's talking, <laughs> and uh, they then they end up uh talking to all of the teachers to crazy Miss Polly and Miss Anderson about uh, all of their home issues, and uh, I I don't I love that episode. Uh, because you actually uh, get into so many just strange, strange things, in which we learn about Doyle, yep. and uh, who the may I, or may not be the real a real boyfriend of Miss Anderson, the well, teacher, and then the popcorn out, salesman. Yeah. That's he is a popcorn salesman. Yeah, he's the popcorn part, salesman, yeah, right? Same thing. And then it's uh, Miss Polly. Miss Polly's the one with the glasses, right? He's the creepy one. The creepy one who's yeah. always trying to get uh, uh, Principal Inch and the other teachers into a. An orgy, yeah. And then she was like, she she tells Principal Edge, "I'm gonna, uh, I'll wait for you on my knees in the closet. We'll see you soon." And then she comes out, and and, and Inch was like, "I've been out here the whole time." She goes, "Oh, well, I hope I don't get in trouble for blowing the janitor." Yeah, that's that's really fucking. <laughs> just like, wow, I wasn't ready for that, but all right, I wasn't ready for most of the show, but in a good way. Like it, it didn't do anything that I ever expected it to do. I will say... Yeah, you always expect it to not cross that line, and then it does it. it like fucking does it. And it... I don't know how... Like, without it. hesitation. <laughs> no, no regret. And it does it so smoothly that you almost could have, like, n- it gone, like, did I hear them right? Did that really just happen? Okay, so uh, let's let's leave out happiness money. When when can you say it crossed the line? Uh, There was a whole fucking back and forth between Penny and I when they were having their rivalry and then decided to be sisters... They were fucking evil to each other. I don't remember exactly what was said, but it was it was definitely not anything I expected. And there were some things. Hold on, let me check. I got I got stuff written down. Not everything, but some things. <laughs> Caleb, you may as well go ahead while she's looking. Yeah, I think that probably the most flagrant line crossing, in my opinion, was uh, from the season three episode. If you could abort Obama, would you? Where Georgie's in the very young Republicans, and like they're they're walking down the street. And he's like, the only way to get Obama to admit where he was born is to waterboard him. And it wouldn't even take that much water because you know those people can't swim. Yep. There you go. And it's just like, what the, what f- the fuck? Yeah, that's, that's, talk about shots fucking fired, by the way. Excuse me, Mr. President, we're coming for you. Oh, man. Yeah, that's, that's intense. That episode um, was insane. God damn. I can't believe you said that one. Good for you. Woo. Oh, Action Bastard crosses the line a lot of times, by the way, with the fucking lollipop sidekick. Like, there's yeah. a lot of inappropriate shit there. Like, pedophilia and fucking, like... Because what's the one guy in the five-season ep- or the five-arc episode? Was like, the cherry popper or the... What is he? He does, like, it's something alluding Yeah, I think to, it was like, cherry popper or something yeah. like that. It is cherry popper. Yeah. And he's, like, in his 40s, and it's he's like, oh, you look yep. like you've gotten older. Yeah, I'm like... Ew, yeah. it's so uncomfortable. Yeah. You mean what do you like uh, when he kidnaps her yeah, or whatever and has like, her tied up? Yeah. yeah. And he's like, you know, action bastard will save me. No, he won't. And then all the sexual innuendo yep. possible. And then when he gets up close to her and he goes, oh, you've gotten older. That is unacceptable. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's just. Yeah, there's like there's some a- seriously funny episodes of this show, but there's some that like they just go for the uncomfortable laugh. Hey, man. 
They're they're not gonna hold back. They're gonna they're gonna say it. I don't care. I I don't. I personally, you I usually skip the action bastard episodes. Yeah. I I, I don't think they're. I don't think there was that one funny. though that made me laugh because he gets some. He gets handed some kind of paper. He goes, "Oh my God, are these actual good translations for the show?" The, <laughs> the only the only action bastard episode I like is the one where. Uh, Mitzi has a crush on the on villain. The deflowerer? On the deflowerer. That's yeah. funny. When Mitzi was like, who is that? And she starts watching Action Bastard with him. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and she's watching it when he's not home and then like has to turn off the videotape to try, like she's hiding it like porn. Yeah, well, it's that and she uh, she's trying to, uh, uh, Caleb, tell me if I'm wrong, she's, she goes There's to a, the market to try to get the- uh, Trading cards or whatever. The deflowerer, is it a trading I card? Or is yeah. it like a pop top? I thought it was like a pop top. I think it's a trading card. I, I don't know, but and she spends all of their money yeah. on um, the action pops or whatever it is uh, <laughs> so, to to try to get the deflowerer card for herself. Oh, she also has a really good line in an earlier episode. She goes, that's about as shocking as a sailor with syphilis. <laughs> it's just, it's just fucking, there's so many that I didn't write down because I would have never been able to get all these notes together. That's true. But it's just good examples for what kind of humor you can expect and... Honestly, I, I still can't expect all of them, and I've seen the show a bunch of times, and it still fucking gets me to go, God damn, that's inappropriate. And but for it's those funny. Of, and for those of you that like have never heard of it, here's a fun fact about the show. It has been on. It's still on. It has been on almost as long as The Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, the show started in April of 1992 and just celebrated its 930th episode. Damn. 930 episodes. Three segments each. 2,790 individual episodes of Shin-Chan. My God. So this show this show does not lack for popularity in Japan. No. No. It's just, it's one of those things where it experienced a nice run here. I, there's some episodes I, care, I don't care for, like, uh, obviously Happiness Bunny. I don't like Shin Wars. I thought it got really, really kind of annoying with, like, fighting with the lightsabers as if it was your dick. Like, that was kind of, like... All right. Oh, it was the, funny at yeah, first. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that stuff's that stuff's all right. Yeah, you get a chuckle, but it, it kind of wears thin. Like I was, I was used to the more in moderation jokes, and it kind of got to a point where it was like digging it in a little in some episodes. Um, what about you, Caleb? Any that stand out for you as ones that you would prefer to not watch, or ones that you would advise maybe that people skip if they're not into it? Um, yeah, nothing in particular. Just like if you're watching an episode and you're just like, "This makes me uncomfortable," just skip it. Yeah. <laughs> not gonna, it's not gonna. You're not gonna miss anything in, the, in terms of continuity. Happy if you if you do that, yeah. If you do that on like three episodes consecutively, just stop watching the show. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> the uh, now, I prefer. I like I said there there. I like some of the episodes with uh, just Mitzi and Shin, but I, I do like them being at school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love some of those episodes. I love the episode the the fight episode. Where they have to meet at the they meet at the park to. That's like oh, oh you're talking about when he's like in the second episode. Yes, is, is it the second yeah, episode? Yeah, when he yeah. when he feels like she uh, he was rude to to I yeah. Yeah, to I. So they they go to the they go to the park to have a fight. Yeah. That whole episode is terrific, and then the, uh, the I like competing the... the dueling house where they're playing house. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Across the uh, way from each other, and I and Penny keep upping the level. Of uh, uncomfortable of how, yeah. stuff to Dude, uh, the, the the game of house. I'm going to tell you one thing that made me laugh my ass off was when uh, they're trying to not be late to the playground, 
and he keeps asking Shin, how, how much time do you have? And he keeps saying eight minutes. He's like, you said eight minutes like 18 minutes ago. He's like, let me see that watch. And he realizes that Shin has his watch drawn on. He goes, oh, God, you're insane. He goes, I got a really good deal on it. While he's dressed up like a fucking <laughs> lizard for no reason. That is fucking amazing. I just, I don't know why, but it was just like a perfect little back and forth. Like, Georgie wasn't even mad. He's like, I don't know why I expected this to be anything different. It just is. But And that's one of the, that's one of the few times when you actually realize that it's, uh, they're kids. Yeah, Because that's something kids. a kid would do. That's some, honestly, that's what keeps the show, I feel like, from getting, feeling overly juvenile. Because they are kids and they don't approach it in any other way. Like, they're not overly smart. They're not having any kind of ulterior motives. They're just fucking kids having fun and... There's, like, they have different random episodes, like the sloth episode for no reason. Why not? Do whatever the fuck you want. Shin can blow up his house. Whatever. The episode where Hiro uh, has a dream and he's a monkey. Yeah, I didn't like that one, though. No, but, I mean, it's just stuff, things like yeah, that. Yeah, they just, they do whatever they want. And it's kind of fun. Um, did you get all the way through it? Caleb, did you watch all of it? Um, I couldn't make it all the way through, I'm not gonna lie. I, if I, I did, it was a long time ago, because... Yeah, I I pretty much just watched like the first season again to get ready for this. So yeah, honestly, the way the show works and the way that I kind of approach a lot of my TV, I will enjoy the fuck out of a show for as long as it's good, and then once it starts to drop off, I can still enjoy the show, the part of the show that was really good, and enjoy that really well, and recommend it to people. So once it gets to a point where it's wearing thin on you and you don't like it, that's cool. As long as you enjoyed what you watched, you're good. And, and honestly, if you if you it's it, there's in, in in no way is it a bad show. No, it's actually really really funny. It's lowbrow. Uh, it keeps a really light, loose, loose, mm-hmm. loose story. There is one, but it's loose. I mean, they're all related still. They all have the same relationship. Yeah. But uh, it, it flows well. There's some. It's actually surprisingly clever. clever. It's well written. Uh, it's just you just gotta not mind the you gotta not mind toilet humor. You have to uh, not be uncomfortable seeing a whole lot of an animated child's penis. Yeah, and his ass. <laughs> whole lot of it. I mean, the ass dance is the one ass thing. Da- I like to do the ass dance, honestly, whenever I'm bored. Yeah, the ass dance is one thing, but uh, pull- tugging on Mr. Elephant is a whole a whole different thing. It's funny. He draws the whole thing. It's so good. Well, no, but there, he yeah, draws the whole just... thing, but there's a whole lot. You see, oh, there's yeah. a whole lot of pantsless I mean, child there... running around and I, things let like me, that. Let me just go over a couple of these episode titles with everybody real quick because there's one that's called gratuitous child nudity which obviously you got to be comfortable with some you know dong some kid dong there's another one that's called um gratuitous grandparent nudity i think yep uh Uh, sticky's my favorite flavor yep uh i want to nope not that one um that's it uh condescending spanish for heiresses uh the okay but i'm a power bottom yep um let's see you can't abort them if they're not yours and then let's see season two, the stalker song, uh, miscarriage return policy. Uh, it's actually better for anal. Uh, <clears throat> is hilarious. Tell the cops she looked eighteen. How to bury a smack yep. addict? Her little gangbang miracles. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. God, uh, I can't find your fucking legs. What does that mean? An angel gets his period. Jesus Christ. You seen some of these for the first time? I mean, it says it at the beginning, but you forget about like, like didn't, domestic abuse isn't that funny. It's just you kind of forget it because they just give you the little intro. Uh, it makes you the balls up left the crotchy. Uh, let's see, I will not let you hurt Hitler. <laughs> Running out of adult diapers. The, the upside of prison showers. 
I like that one though. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's, that's, pretty, that's actually pretty good. But if you, but if you, you do, if you, if you looked at, if, if you look this up randomly, or just like you know, I, I like anime. What do I want to watch? And then flip, and accidentally flip on to Shin Chan, and end up watching two yeah. corn dogs at once. Yeah, if you go from like Roroni Kenshin, I don't know why, where the hell I pulled that out of my ass, to. Uh, you may like, you may also like Shijan. Honestly, surprised. if you if you if you get down on Rick and Morty and melting babies, then you'll be fine with this. Because I'm sorry, but seeing that baby melt in that uh, Must Protect Summer episode fucked with my head a little bit. <laughs> so yeah, as long as all of you have loved fun. ones, all of them <laughs> can be returned. All of them can be taken away. Exactly. Keep summer safe. I I love everything about that episode. I do slavery with extra steps, uh, all, all of the and and, and, and oh god, ah, I love that episode. Yeah, and try to keep all of your thoughts away from anything you know spidery. <laughs> so, uh, the yeah, keep summer safe. It's pretty uncomfortable. Yeah, so as long as that's something, I mean, it's not going to be as much foul language as say South Park, but it's definitely going to push the boundaries of what you find comfortable. So as long as you're good with all that kind of stuff and you don't have a you know. A sensitive, I don't know, feeling towards abortion Constitution. and shit like that. Yeah, as long as you're good, then you're fine. So that's that's what I, that's my warning. If you find yourself offended, turn it off. You're a grown up. You can do that. Or if you're not a grown up, don't yeah, watch, don't watch it. it. Yeah, I honestly, I, I would hate for Ashley to get an oh uh, my God. a iTunes review from an angry parent because their eight year old watched Shin Chan. I warned them at the beginning of the episode. If you let your eight-year-old watch Shin Chan, you're retarded. Hey, listen, fact. I, I, I am going to, I, I, I'm going to just throw this out there right now, because I have been playing the shit out of the fr- Friday the Thirteenth, the game. Okay, <laughs> playing the shit out of that game, and it's essentially you. It's Jason versus seven counselors. It's all online, and counselors try to escape. Jason tries to murder you. And they are horribly graphic murders. I have been playing online with six-year-old kids and their microphones while Jason disembowels someone, rips their head off, and, like, murders Jesus. them terribly. And I am on there. So I'm, I'm, I'm playing a couple of days ago. A six-year-old kid calls me a fucking faggot and tells me to lick his balls. Whoa! And yeah, because that makes you gay. Yeah. (laughs) But a six a a, a six-year-old, and I'm like, what the hell? Talking to Shin Chan, babe. Uh, Yeah, I was talk. I was talking to you, but and my response to him was, I want to talk to your mom. Yeah. (laughs) Like I'm in the middle of a game, and I was like, put your mom on the microphone. Because this is like the definition of bad parenting, but I so like kids watching this kind of stuff is no longer would no longer surprise me, because I am playing one of the most graphic games in the world, with a kid telling me to lick whose ball his balls whose balls haven't even dropped yet. Speaking of balls, I just found a quote that said, "Why do I smell like nads and why does my ass hurt?" And someone responds, "Why do I smell like beer and why does my fist hurt?" <laughs> <laughs> So, so there's that. Well, there is that. That's a nice segue, dude. Way to way to go. Way to go back to the relevance of Shin Chan oh with such God. with such an offensive quote. But dude, you wait, do, wait. Yeah. I have another one. This is what uh, Shin says to his dad. Mommy says beer before nine is a crime. Well, mommy doesn't have to live with mommy. 
really funny. But, oh my god. But yeah, so it wouldn't surprise me if little kids are watching it. It wouldn't surprise me. Well, I hope they're not. I if hope they they're are, not. then be a better parent. Yeah, just uh, that. Yeah. Speaking that's of being a better parent, parent, we usually end up the show with a round of Mary Bang kill, which is super inappropriate for this show. But I'm going to take it a step in another inappropriate uh, direction. And we are going to play the first ever round of, and I apologize if this offends you, um, Abort, Abandon, and Raise. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, God. Make Caleb go first. <laughs> I don't want to tell um, you what Caleb told me yesterday that he would say, because that's fucking, that's, that's probably the most offensive answer possible. So, Caleb. <laughs> Which of these little fuckers would you, uh, <laughs> would you abort? And which would you abandon? And which would you raise? Uh, I would abandon Shin. I would abort I, and I would raise Hima. Cause there's still time for her. <laughs> You're the one we weren't <laughs> supposed to fuck up. Oh my god, Michael! Don't pretend like you're having a hard time deciding. Uh, I, I'm having, Are they all I'm horrible? Having, I'm having a hard time deciding on who to abandon. Oh. Penny's the abort. Yeah, she's, yeah Pen- a, she's way too damaged. Penny, Penny's way too damaged. That shit's broken. Yeah. Uh, uh, abort Penny. Uh, uh, yeah, erase Georgie. And uh, abandon Shin. It's a solid answer. Okay, I'm going to go slightly different because I am still going to abort Penny and I'm going to raise Georgie, but I'm going to abandon Maso. Oh, that poor bastard. He's gonna be fine. <laughs> he'll find a he'll find a fucking trucker to pick him up and he'll be very happy. Poor yeah. Oh god. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh my god. Yeah, that's oh no. Oh no no no. Oh my god. Yeah. On that note On that note, Jesus he, Christ. if you'll excuse us, we have to go to hell. Yeah. I somebody called the road well, devil. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Uncomfortable silence oh, is everywhere. Hey Caleb, tell everybody where they can find you if they want to uh give them give you any listener feedback yeah i'd rather not just give him a netflix account because uh dan runs that one so he can deal with it (laughs) yeah it's uh netflix n swill the letter n because and was taken and you can find me personally at c underscore leb 2021 on twitter because you're a cool ass motherfucker that's how that's that's true i'm so happy to know that now that makes me really appreciate you so much more uh (laughs) I apologize for the offensive content, but you know what? This show's fucking awesome, and I know I'm a horrible person, and now you guys know it too, so I guess that is what it is. I don't have a show to plug. I don't have Twitter. I don't really have anything, so uh, you guys enjoy my hate mail. I don't have any. Oh, well. (laughs) At Mega Man Inc. on Twitter. Oh, that's fucked up. You're welcome. So you guys can send that shit to him. I'm not dealing with it. Uh, Because I'm sure I'll get my fair share as well. So anyways... If you guys uh, would like to send any feedback, feel free to do so. If it's really visceral, then I will pin it. So why not? <laughs> uh, that's it for us, and you guys have a great night. Thanks. Brown, brown. Cocaine and gunpowder! <laughs>